welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and on this week's episode, with the difficult spring leading to challenging grazing conditions, I'm joined by Chagas Grass Tin Manager, John Maher, to discuss tips in relation to managing grass. John, on farms where grazing grass has been delayed and very little grazing has taken place to date, what advice have you for these farmers? Some people have, um, you know, uh, turned out a little bit later than normal. It has been quite a, a roller coaster of a year in, in terms of the spring that's come in 2021. We had a, a fairly wet February, uh, especially in the south, and um, March was mixed with good spells and bad spells. So, if we delayed turnout, um, you know, uh, there there appears to be plenty of grass and farms in that scenario. So, it's a matter of getting all the animals out as fast as you can to get control of grass. Um, you know, we're the middle of April, by the middle of May, um, you know, the stemming of grass will will be really into action. And it gives us about a month to get things right now. So I, I think that the, the most important thing we do is we get moving as fast as we can with as many animals as, as fast as we can. Um, you know, ground conditions for the last um, 10 days have been quite dry. So a lot of ground has improved. I admit that it's, the temperatures are lower than normal. But for people who are late turnout, um, it's a great chance to have got animals out, get moving, get grazing and um, try and clean up the swards as fast as we can before stemming starts in the middle of May. It has been a difficult spring, as you said, and normally most years we'd be starting into the second rotation. For farmers that are on target, what advice have you for them? Yeah, so it's it's, it's somewhat similar. There, there, are, there are a good proportion of farmers who are um, on dry stock farms who have been, um, you know, fairly um, adventurous in terms of grass, have got out, uh, got moving with small numbers of animals, uh, especially lighter animals, I suppose. And um, they've got on quite well, but having the farm set up is well set up in terms of infrastructure is important for that. And having the right attitude and flexibility in terms of grazing management is also important about the paddocks you pick, what grass you go into. So obviously, you know, when the weather conditions were poor, you'd be in the drier fields with lower amounts of grass. And when the conditions are tricky, uh, are, are um, uh, trickier, or sorry, when the conditions are uh, good, that you move into fields that are more awkward in infrastructure, maybe larger amounts of grass uh, and more difficult to deal with, uh, but take advantage of the dry weather. And we've had mixtures of uh, dry spells and wet spells. And it's just a matter of making hay when the sun shines, I suppose. But for those farmers who have um, got out early, um, they uh, may have run into difficult circumstances at times uh, with wet spells and maybe paddocks were undergrazed. And it comes back to the point I made earlier on with the, the later turnout group. We have about a month at best left to get the swards cleaned off before stemming really uh, starts um, to a large extent. And this is a chance now to get the swards cleaned out. We've had very good grazing conditions um, and, gra- and good ground conditions. Land has dried out enormously. So it's a chance to get out and get those paddocks that maybe were undergrazed earlier on for whatever reason um, cleaned out. Um, for those who started the second round, then they, they keep the momentum going. It's about holding a 21-day rotation. So we have the motto of growth in three weeks, kind of graze in three days. While growth at the early April hasn't been hectic, ground conditions have been good. So animals have got on quite well. We know the dry matter grass is quite high um, as well. It's up in 20% today now. So, you know, um, it's a matter of keeping the momentum going. Um, this brings us into the, the, the fertilizer camp as well. 
So with the first two weeks of April being a bit slower in, in growth, um, uh, I, I think it's um, timely that we got some fertilizer out, um, and especially compound. Um, phosphorus is very important for um, spring growth, especially when conditions are a bit um, you know, limiting or where ground conditions are difficult or where temperatures are lower. Um, uh, phosphorus is a good boost for grass growth. So the product we kind of like best would be products like 18612 plus sulfur. It's also timely for sulfur as well, especially on dry farms. Um, and those compound fer fertilizers also um, help grass recovery, um, especially after if they were damaged um, somewhat in uh, February or March. So that's timely too, Katrin. Uh, one bag to the acre of that type of compound would do an awful lot for um, um, spring growth and recovery of grass. That's great, John. And as you mentioned there, like especially with silage ground going to be closed, in the coming weeks, a lot of farms could be getting tight on grass. What can farmers do in that case? Yeah, so obviously the fertilizer is is one boost. Um, people who applied slurry, there has been a good response to slurry this spring. Um, um, to be honest, from what we see from the results from pasture base, um, so that supplies P and K, all being a different format than than fertilizer. Fertilizer is more instant. The P and K from slurry is more. Uh, medium term um, or, or longer haul release, but it is P and K going out and to a degree some sulfur. So um, it's a matter of having the nutrient um, um, requirements of grass out. And, and I suppose the main two that matter at this point in time are nitrogen and phosphorus in whatever form. Um, and then I suppose to, to be when, when grass is tight is that, you, you know, that you um, uh, maximize the growth of the sward, right? And obviously, if you have too much grass in the farm, that's a bit slower to recover um, because it's white after grazing. Um, equally, if you have a very low amount of grass in the farm, then you've got to control the numbers a bit. And maybe um, you either keep some of the other stock that don't do as well at grass in the spring um, or have a bigger impact on demand um, in for a little bit while longer. But the most important thing, I suppose, Catherine, is to maximize growth to keep the sward green. And green is where the growth is, green is where the leaf is, and that's where you maximize growth, along with your fertilizer application or slurry application. Yeah. That's great, John. And as you said there, grow it in three weeks and graze it in three days. In relation to paddock size, it's a question that comes up year on year. What's the ideal paddock size for the coming weeks? Yeah, so we, we, we don't want to spend too long in, in a paddock um, or a field. The, the idea of growing it in three weeks is the way the ryegrass sward grows. Um, and, you know, one leaf appears after seven or eight days, then the next leaf appears and then the third leaf appears. That's the way the ryegrass plant grows. When the fourth leaf appears, the first leaf dies, and then we have a reduction in quality, and we also get more stem. So this is why we try to keep it green, and this is why we try and keep it to the two to three leaf stage and avoid the fourth leaf happening. Um, and that happens in the 21, 22, 23, 24, five day uh, growth um, window. Um, we try to graze in three days because then it allows the paddock to uh, time for recovery. If we spend, you know, a long time in paddocks, we grow less grass and recovery is slower. So this is why we target, you know, grow it in 21, 22, 23 days and graze it in three days. And over the next few weeks, I suppose things can change very quick and we can go from having a shortage of grass, which we may have on some farms at the moment, to grass getting out of control. What can farmers do to maintain control in the coming weeks? Yeah, so this is all about really going into the right grass. Um, you know, if you go into grass that's too strong, you know, recovery is poor. The animals spend too long grazing it. Um, regrowth is, um, is, is also poor. 
So it's really about going into the right grass. And we always talk about grass that's, you know, uh, for those of the numbers, but 14, 1500 in cover or 10 centimeters high for those who do, uh, do the plate meter. Um, but that it, that's that's the grass we talk about, four inches, 10 centimeters high. And that's where the, the grass is as ideal phase. It's the ideal phase for growth. It's the ideal phase for quality. And it's the ideal phase for recovery. And then above all, it's the ideal phase uh, for the animal. That's for the animals that happiest. Um, we can graze the sward out well without affecting the performance of the animal. Um, and then the recovery is fast and the quality of the recovery is high. So, you know, if we underdo it, we grow less. If we overdo it, unfortunately, um, we grow a bit less as well and the recovery is slower. We'll have a lots of grass, but we will compromise in quality. So, you know, it's a kind of a balanced situation. And this is why we always talk about growth in three weeks um, and grazes in three days. It's at the right phase for, for quality and for recovery. And the Grass Tin team at the moment are busy providing the weekly newsletter and videos and webinars. How can farmers access all this information? Yeah, so like obviously we're in um, COVID restrictions. We can't be out and farm. There's Grass Tin courses there for people who want to join them and make better use of the grass on dry stock farms. Then to you know get over the, what we call the information deficit provided by um, uh, COVID restrictions, we have a Grass 10 newsletter that goes out every month. And if you access the Grass 10 website on the Chagas website, uh, you, you, you will get the Grass 10 newsletter, newsletter that's issued every week. And it has um, stories of dry stock farms, um, dairy farms, sheep farms, beef farms on how they're getting on. Um, and so some of those are linked into videos to, to tell uh, the story by um, by picture. They say a picture tells a thousand words. And I suppose that's why, you know, why we can do podcasts and do uh, written documents. Sometimes the videos are very, very handy. Um, so they go out on social media via PastureBase as well, which is another uh, site that, um, that you can access grass material on, which is www.pbi.ie or the Grass 10 website, which is um, on through the Chagas website, which is www.chagas.ie forward slash Grass 10. So there's there's different ways of getting this information. There's newsletters, there's podcasts like yourself, Katrin, and then there's also videos released either through Pasture Base or Grass 10 that just give people guidance here on, you know, grazing um, uh, a little bit on the management of animals and also on the management of fertilizer and slurry, which is going to become more important in the years ahead, as we know. Most definitely. And in the next month, what are the top three things that farmers need to be focusing on to maintain grass quality and utilise grass on their farms? I, I leave it with three messages, uh, Catherine. Um, the, the first one is to have the, the nitrogen, P, K um, and sulphur um, um, nutrient supply um, out. Right Now, that can have come through slurry area on the season, which is fine. But places that didn't get slurry, you'd like to have a compound fertilizer supplying those nutrients right um, that's the first thing to keep grass moving and there's a big demand for phosphorus um, especially in the spring and then we move into sulfur demand as we come into summer and K a little bit later on but all three are, are required on top of nitrogen um, so that's the NPK and sulfur story the next piece then Katrin right is to you know um, uh, sorry the, the compound fertilizer will also help repair damaged paddocks as well the next piece then is to is to we have um, I suppose a month before um, at best now before stemming really gets into its uh, worst phase in the middle of May on, so in order to, to you know keep grass quality at its best we must clean out the swards well for the next month right, and 
there's often the temptation, you know, to leave a little bit of grass behind, so to maximize uh, performance. But that's a, you know, short term gain, long term pain. So the real the real message here is to clean the swords out well. Ground conditions have been excellent recently and look look like being so for the next while. So, you know, we capitalize on those ground conditions and get the swords um, uh, cleaned out so that we maintain quality for the rest of the season in which the bulk of the grass grows. Like we're in the middle of April now and, you know, 85% of the, of the grass growth still has to come. So we have big grass growth in, you know, the end of April, all through May, June and July. And it's important to have high quality swords to get to maximize um, the island performance. And the third piece, catching, which we've touched on already, if we could, you know, grow it in about three weeks, three and a half weeks and graze in three days, we'll do the best for the grass plant. We'll do the best um, for the animal in terms of quality in the right phase of um, grass growing. And we do the best for the farmer's pocket. That's great, John. Thanks very much. And great advice for farmers managing grass at the moment and in the coming weeks. Thanks very much. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to John for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.